This is BIV Today, the daily business show from the journalists at Business in Vancouver. I'm Haley Wooden, and this week our show is focused on the topic of philanthropy and charitable giving. My guest today, Richard Pass, the CEO of Ronald McDonald House, BC and Yukon. He joins me for a deeper conversation about how charities and not-for-profits have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Richard, thanks so much for joining the show. Oh, thank you. I look forward to the opportunity to talk. It feels a little bit like a lifetime ago, but take me back to the start of the year. What was your organization focused on and how were you initially impacted by the pandemic? Um, we uh, in, in, we opened our new house that served 73 families uh, in 2014, uh, 73 families at a time, so about 2,000 families a year. And uh, during the, the time since 2014 that we've been open, what we found was that uh, we're we're full every day. And so we had uh, just at the end of last year done another feasibility study with uh, Children's Hospital. And uh, we're looking at uh, how, how to grow the organization to serve more families. And uh, so as we were planning a, a great year of growth and uh, an opportunity, uh, then uh, COVID hit. And uh, so uh, that uh, certainly changed our, our direction. And, uh, and so now just uh, basically still needing to grow, but still needing to get through the year and, and COVID with, uh, with the, um, the changes to fundraising and those kind of things has been quite challenging. Understandably. Uh, tell me a bit about how your program delivery, your services has changed or not changed during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, um, the seriously ill children, as it turns out, uh, uh, don't care there's a pandemic. They still need treatment and they still need uh, help and support as the family still needs a place to stay. And so uh, our, our services are really um, as needed as always. Uh, one of the um, positive things about uh, the Ronald McDonald House uh, and COVID at the same time is that all our disinfectant protocols are really high in the first place. And uh, so it wasn't that much of a difference really in, in our cleaning protocols and some of the things that uh, uh, have had to change. Uh, but the challenge really has become how to provide the services uh, that we have been providing uh, without the volunteers and uh, with um, when, when families uh, we, you know, don't want to go out to get groceries, you know, how can we provide that food and really make sure that uh, they're in the safest environment possible. So we've spent a lot of time uh, revisiting and reimagining how we can serve our families, um, uh, still making sure that they stay safe and can get over to the hospital for treatment and keep the family together as much as possible. I know uh, in fairly normal circumstances, COVID-19 has had a big impact on families and individuals socially, from a health perspective, from economic perspective. What have you heard from some of the families that are also relying on your services and dealing with their own kind of family crisis on top of a pandemic. Yeah, well, it's it's challenging for them. You know, they're already in uh, in the worst case scenario where their child's seriously ill. Um, the uh, the transfer between the house and home uh, often the whole family stays at Ronald McDonald House, and uh, uh, but often also uh, the family. You know, some kids are at home going to school with uh, one uh, parent and caregiver, and and so. Uh, all of a sudden to have a situation where, you know, on a weekend they can't come down because of the quarantine and those types of things, then it's really been challenging for them. And, uh, and of course, those costs 
just continue to go up because they, uh, um, you know, they, they're not working and those types of things. So it's really tough on the families. Tell me a bit about where you normally get your funds to offer the services that you do and how your fundraising activities have maybe been impacted this year. Absolutely. Well, uh, let's see the, the impact. Um, uh, about a, a third of our um, uh, funding would come from our signature events and third-party events, uh, people that would uh, you know, do fundraisers that would range from uh, uh, an exotic car rally to uh, um, a lemonade stand. You know? So there's a real mix. So, so the those aren't happening uh, this year. Uh, our events uh, aren't able to happen as well because we can't gather people. And, and that takes uh, has led to um, a deficit of about $1.2 million this year. And so, um, um, like I said, the families are still here. We're still providing that incredible service. And so uh, it really has been a challenge to, to look at different ways um, to try to raise funds. Um, and, uh, and we continue to work through those. Are you at the point where you're delaying your plans for growth that you talked about a little bit earlier, or is it a bit too early to actually make any big decisions? Um, I, I don't think delay, uh, and yet, yes, in the same answer. You know, it, it's, it's a real mix because um, there is a planning process, of course, for, you know, how we're going to grow and, and what the right uh, timing for growth is. Um, and that's the case no matter what. Uh, with a, a normal uh, um, environment, uh, economy, then, um, you know, there's a certain lead time and there's fundraising and, and you know, getting that story out. But there's also the zoning and the planning and all those kinds of things so some of it can continue to happen uh, the timing of fundraising is uh, a challenge you know if you're going to go out into a capital campaign then always the question is what's the right time and uh, and so um, I think there's a little bit of a a little bit of a slowdown but ultimately the need is there you know the families um, the families need a place to stay and uh, like I said the serious illness continues to um, to be a challenge for those families and so we want to provide that mission as much as we can and as soon as possible yeah. do you get stability and security from having a significant partner like McDonald's that does contribute I assume fairly regularly to uh, Ronald McDonald House. Yeah, the McDonald's partnership is is uh, really important. Uh, about a third of the funding, again, comes from the uh, uh, McDonald's families. And so that would be things from uh, uh, money from the Happy Meals that go uh, to the Ronald McDonald House charity in Canada that gets distributed, um, Happy Day, uh, and those types of things, um, sponsorships to our events. Um, so McHappy Day didn't happen uh, this year, uh, so that was uh, something that uh, would have been uh, in May, and so right in the middle of, of COVID, so that wasn't an opportunity. And so um, the the support of McDonald's is really great, um, and yet uh, you know th that leaves two thirds really of uh, of, of funding and uh, uh, for the families, and uh, it's about just under a five million dollar annual budget. So. That's a lot of people to ask for support and partnerships and sponsorships. And so that's uh, uh, like so many charities, you know, we were on the pavement um, having those face-to-face -face asks and, uh, and the mission of uh, serving seriously ill children, not, you know, one diagnosis, for example. It's, it's a broad scope. So that certainly 
uh, has a, an ability for people to uh, connect to the mission. And, uh, and so more and more um, without those events and without uh, the McHappy Days and those kinds of things, then it's really trying to find ways to get to the, um, the individuals and say, we're still here and we still need your support and, and please make a donation uh, as you can. Are you concerned at all about the ability to raise funds from businesses, sponsors, or individuals? I just think about the economic consequences of COVID-19 and how many businesses are maybe no longer in a position to donate or families may not be in a position to donate. It really is concerning. Uh, you know, uh, there, there's a decrease uh, with all charities, uh, and uh, I'll make that generalized statement, but um, it, it's a challenge because uh, people are being more cautious. Uh, so their, their revenues are down in a lot of cases, and like you say, some of them aren't in business. And it's, um, it's not just the dollars, uh, although dollars are you know, always uh, what we need, but it's also the donations. You know, we have, uh, uh, typically we would have um, uh, people coming to the house and dropping off you know Halloween goods and uh, uh, so Thanksgiving things so you know Christmas toys those kind of things and it's still early for Christmas but uh, it really is a tightening um, partly from the economy and then partly just from the physical spacing people uh, are much more reluctant to go out and, and engage and uh, with the protocols you know if someone comes to the door then they're not coming into the house uh, because we want to keep the family safe so it's it's challenging all around yeah in our final few minutes, Richard, there's still so much uncertainty. It's a very dynamic situation in this pandemic and who knows what's going to happen in the weeks or months ahead. What are you going to be focusing on to try and navigate the ship and ensure that Ronald McDonald House, BC and Yukon has what it needs and continues to deliver the very important services that you do deliver? Yeah, well, first and foremost for uh, that answer to that question it's to keep the family safe and so the the things that we're doing working with uh, bc health and the protocols that we have you know we're going to continue to uh, do those and try to find ways to do them even better and provide services to the families um, but the big focus really is on, on storytelling and uh, trying to uh, get the message that um, you know the charities still need uh, the donations, and uh, so trying to uh, do some events, uh, some some new uh, reimagined ways of fundraising, uh, and really that uh, I mean the number one reason that people don't give to a charity is because they're not asked. And so in this environment, how do we get out and ask? And so, uh, you know, having a conversation like this today is a great opportunity because uh, we are asking, we, you know, to have that support uh, is necessary. And, and, and so if people can make that donation and make a gift, uh, that would be incredibly helpful for the families. Yeah. Richard, really appreciate you taking the time to come on our show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. That's Richard Pass, CEO of Ronald McDonald House, BC and Yukon. This has been BIV Today. I'm Haley Wooden. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll be back with a new episode of our show tomorrow.